Molweni Sanbonani Dumelang. I am Lulu. This is Luluology. And we're back. Back like whom? Oh, Wow. Damn. Okay. Very exciting. Um, I'm very excited to be back. I know you're probably thinking, Why does she upload four times a year? It's because Betunana is color in Rondo, a life in Clizio, in Clizio, Um, but I'm very excited to be back. I'm so sorry, I feel like I'm rambling. But today we have a guest, Uzwa the Reader, otherwise known as Uzwa or just Queer Zwa. On Twitter. Uh, today we're going to be speaking about something very, very interesting, something very, very close to my heart, which is the idea of community outside of romantic relationships. What does that mean? What would that look like? What does it mean to build a community? And I think I'm going to carry on speaking about um, the idea of community for a while because I feel like it really plays into um, a lot of the intersectional identities that I do hold, that I feel like we don't speak about how building a community while having all these intersecting identities is so difficult. Um, but yeah, what does it mean to build a community outside of romantic relationships? What does it mean to build a community outside of um, romantic partners? Zwa, here's a hello to the people. Moleni, um, guys, um, thank you so much, Julie, for having me here. Um, this has been a long time coming, Pesty. <laughs> no, <laughs> we recorded two months ago. <laughs> two months now, now, Miss Miss Mamas, this definitely was four months ago. <laughs> we recorded four months ago, and I lost the audio. <laughs> oh, I was wondering. I was like, wait, does she does Lulu not wanna like upload anymore? <laughs> I lost the audio. <laughs> and also, does he listen? We don't have back. As med students, we only get back twice a year, June and December. So you might be on back and that period, exactly. But we don't have back. Also, I tried on your glasses, Lulu. Um, they say you can't see. I've seen enough. <laughs> you can't see. I've seen your enough. Your really bad, love, in it. I've seen enough. No, because when I got my glasses, my doctor was like, listen, babe, we're going to need to do so. Otherwise, you're going to look like, you know, like one of those like 90s nerds, hey. Like, listen. And I was like, you know, fair enough. He was like, you're going to look like you have magnifying glasses on, babe. You just came with a set of like rug rats on one of the vampire bitch, the fuck. He was like, uh-uh, babe, listen. Listen, okay, you, yeah. you're such a pretty girl. Let's not. Let's not. Hang it up. Hang it up. Hang it up. Hang it up. But yeah, but thank you so much for having me. Um, so just to give myself an introduction, I guess. Even though you, I thought you were gonna do that. No, <laughs> um, no. I don't speak over queer voices. <laughs> As a straight, a straight woman used to be bi, but now I'm just hetero. Yeah. I used to be a pansexual. I no longer find pansex pans attractive. It's like I'm done. I'm, I'm done with pants. I'm done with pants. Not only heteros, but pants gross. Only heteros. Um, but yeah, come along, guys. This is like Ale, Barako, Baizwa. Um, I'm a med student. I also have a YouTube channel. Um, I like writing. I'm a writer. Um. Yeah, like, and also, for me, although Ululu is, used to be pan, now they're just hetero, now I'm, used to be ace, but now I'm just pan. <laughs> pan ass! Um, I'm a, I'm a pansexual, isn't it? I'm a pansexual. The pan action. Um, but with some pan actionality. Um, but yeah, asexual, I mean, yeah, child. I used to be that, child, but... I think we are fluid, you know. We are fluid. We are very fluid. We are very fluid in this house. We are yeah. very fluid, and I think um, the software update came in April. Okay. During um, the long weekend. Okay. So that's a little bit about me. You know, I got a software update. My first software update was in second year. That's when I realized I was ace. Then another software update came in April, and now I'm pan. Um, I had my first software update when I was sixteen. Um. <laughs> The thing was, the software was trying to update, like, like, this was, this is what would happen, like, 
I would I would be in the software, right? Like mm. I would see the software, and then I would just like you know when you say download later, like I would kiss a girl and then be like download later. You see, I'm still straight. You see, one would say that would be me too, because turns out like and it might shock everyone, but turns out nobody ever thought that I was straight, which makes me angry because I thought I was giving trade. Like, I always instinctively thought that I was being so good at being straight. In fact, I was so delusional that I thought I was straight. It didn't cross my mind that I was not straight. When I met you in 2019, we met at Afropunk, if you remember correctly. I was like, this nigga, guy! (laughs) Guy as hell! Guy, guy, guy as hell! Guy as hell. Guy as hell. Like, yeah. But in a good way. No, at all. You know, like... I was telling Lulu, like, the story um, about how even back home, my grandmother, when Senzo, when Senzo came out as gay in Generations, my grandmother was like, wow, you really look good in this pink t-shirt that Senzo's wearing. And I was like, okay, I guess. I don't know why you'll think I would look good in a pink t-shirt. Two weeks later, my mom bought me said pink t-shirt. And my grandmother was like, wow, you look so good. You look like Senzo. And I was like, thanks, I guess. A year later, I got a fedora and a brown satchel. Um, the satchel to which I have to this day, Lulu is looking at it right now. Yeah. Um, so it turns out the software update was always there. <laughs> I just didn't know it was there. Okay. So what are we speaking about today? Today we're speaking about community hey, and where? building community outside of romantic relationships. Um, we have just introduced ourselves. So let's get into it. On a Sunday evening. So, speaking about our different communities, like how our identities intersect, I am a pansexual woman-ish, black, and fat. Undeserved. Dinen, like, you're like undeserved. I'm like, bestie. <laughs> Let's not go dark now, child. <laughs> but relatable, cause it's desire, desirability, child. <laughs> to all the listeners out there, please answer Lulu this. How does it feel like to be desirable? It wasn't, cause now I don't know. I don't know. Also, I want y'all to know Zwa is light skin. I said undesirable and then Zwa said, let's not go dark. I know colorism when <laughs> I see it. <laughs> I know colorism when Sorry, I see okay. it. Um, I, we all have different intersectionalities and I guess mine is just like pale twosies. I'm sorry. <laughs> Zwa literally said, let's not go dark because Zwa hates dark people. If you were wondering. Oh, um, you know, I mean, pale twosies, you know, maybe, maybe pale twosies made points, chat. <laughs> <laughs> I want y'all if I don't come out, I want y'all to know I was hate crime by a colorist. But also please subscribe to my channel. Just just putting that out there. Yeah, Zwa the Reader, <laughs> amazing. I will be linking it on the Luluology Twitter page, which is oh. at Luluology with two Y's. Um But Ntasa, please you take take me take me away. Like I've always liked how you capture community. Like like I think for me this year you've captured community in such a way that whenever I describe what I would want community to look like, I always go back to how you describe it. And I'm like, that's what I want. That's the dream. And we should imagine something like this. But yeah, so, you know, existing in the way that I exist, in the manner in which I live, and how I experience the world, for me, um, I never thought that a romantic relationship would be the begin all and end all of my, of my community. It just didn't make sense. Growing up in a home where I was being taken care of by a grandmother and an aunt. Did she beat me? Yes. We all got a little beating. We all got a little beating. beating. But, you know, like being raised in this place where I was being influenced by so many different, like, people and raised by so many different people, I realized that the idea that romantic relationships were the beginning and all and end all of a 
community was just ridiculous. How do two people now then become mm. the begin all and end all of a of a of a like a, of anything, really? So for me, community is just a place where you know you you can be, and in any way which you will be, because the person I am today is not for sure the person I will be tomorrow. Mm. And a community is where I can get to experience all these different sides of me, all these mm. di- different facets of myself without being judged, without being ridiculed. So for example, um, I recently came out saying that I use she, they pronouns. That sounds so weird to say I came out using she, they pronouns. But um, I now use she, they pronouns because I've realized that the community of womanhood, as I know it, is not for me. Okay. The way we interact with womanhood. I think the first realization was the realization that I will never be a white woman. I will never be a woman the way white women are women. Okay. And it was like such a scary like realization that no matter what I do, I will never be seen as fully and as openly as a woman the way white women are seen. So if for me now I must be in a space where my womanhood is going to be constantly, you know, called into question the minute a white woman comes into the room, is this a space I want to be in? Obviously, this is for me. This is a personal experience. I don't expect anyone to be like, well, I'm a woman the way white women are. Good for you. (laughs) Two things can be true at the same time. I am not. And for me, a community is a place where I can come in into safety, into knowledge, into also people who take care of each other mm. and this seems like i'm saying but like i want to be in a community where i know we all take care of each other if that means we all bring in different strengths we all care for each other in a different way we all bring in so like for example i can cook i'm good at cooking i know people who can't cook if we are now in a community i cook meals they wash dishes, mm. they clean, they do this. That for me is a community, but also community is picking up where another person cannot. I'm not in the capabilities to cook. I'm depressed. Someone else cooks, brings mm. the meal. A community is a place of safety, a place of comfort. How do we build these communities? Yes. With yes. people, obviously. And that's the difficult part, finding people who are who they say they are. Scary, scary, the last part, scary. Um, I think for me, like, so back, like, I mean, when I track back into high school, like, um, the more formative years of who I am, um, I was, like, not so hyper-focused on anything else, on any other aspect in my life. Um, and I guess it's, like, there's different factors to that. You know, it was, like, you know, trying to get through school, but also being like, well, I mean, I have my family here and they're cool. You know, there's my mom, there's my grand, there's my aunts, there's my sister. So I suppose like in that way, like I was held and like other things were just not in my view. Like those are the only two things I was focusing on. Then I came to university and university, it's like, oh shit, there's other parts of my being that I didn't explore. And then um second year that's when I really started to like come into terms with my queerness and I realized that for a large part of my life I never envisioned a partner like even back even back then when I was ace and even now um as I identify as pansexual I still can't imagine a person who I can say that's my partner right there it's probably just a blob like it's mm. just it's air. I can't envision, you know, someone next to me. And at the same time, I I am still struggling with this because sometimes I do envy people who can envision something like that, envision a partner next to them, because there's a sort of like safety, like leading back to how do you build a community? It's like, oh, with this one person, Yazuba, we say we'll always be there. Yeah, we'll always be there. We'll always be there. You know. And sometimes I am envious of that. I'm envious of a lot of people who have found their person, who can find or who can and who want to envision finding their person. Mm. Um, but that's not me. I don't know what y'all got going in, the, in that lifestyle, but that's not me, you know. And like, I'm still trying to grapple with that. Like, mm. I think it's there is an acceptance that comes with 
you know, realizing that, oh, damn, like, I don't subscribe to this, even though a part of me does want to. And, you know, that's why, like, this year, like, you know, being friends with you has allowed me to have the imaginative capability to be like, okay, I have always viewed friendships as, like, equal to romantic relationships. Yeah. And dare I say it, even more special. Even more. Dare I say even it? More. Like, it I might, dare might say be it. controversial. It I might be say controversial. It. But... I dare say it. I dare say it. I dare say it. I, I think back um, to the Twitter space that we were in mm. about friendships. And it's a sadness that the Twitter space devolved in the way that it did. Yes. Um, and so basically, just to give context to this Twitter space, we were just talking about friendships, the importance of friendships. And the romance and the of friendships. Ro- exactly. The romance of friendships. The romance of friendships. The, just the beauty and the complexities of friendships and, you know, how they are just as complex and beautiful and wonderful as romantic relationships. If not more so. If not more so, I, I, dare I say it. Like, for me, it's like, just putting that out there, Lulu's like, no, I, I'm saying it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the difference between me. Lulu's like, I'm saying it. I'm like, oh my God, yes. This um, is the Meghan Markle and Harry interview. Yes. <laughs> Meghan Markle is like, I can't say anything. Uh, and then Harry's like, my goddamn daddy. <laughs> my goddamn daddy. My daddy. It's like Beyonce at the front, Jay-Z brother. at the back. I'm Jay-Z like, I think friendships are more important. And you're like, Beyonce, friendships are more important. I'm like, Woo! Or that new meme uh, format that's going around with uh, Mary Jane. Yes. <laughs> Where it's like, um, they said friendships are more important. <laughs> exactly. I think after the episode drops, I'm going to make a meme like that. I have to. Um, but yeah, you know, and so then uh, some of our friends on the space were talking about how the way that they express love and affection to their friends is not in any way, will never change. Um, when no they, matter what. No matter what, when they meet a romantic partner. It's yeah. not going to change. It's like, if I have showed you this type of affection and love and care when I was your friend, before I was in a romantic relationship, when I get into that romantic relationship, it's not going to change. Mm. You know, and we most of us were on the same page until some people were like, but it's a no for me because what if my partner goes, I don't like the way that you um, express love to your friends. What about me? And then some people like, no, I'll just break up with the partner. And they were like, oh, wow, that's controversial. So the space devolved like that. But then what I loved about that space and how we had sort of like another space where we could just like debrief was how I was like, okay. It is possible to imagine something where I can build a community without, you know, the image of having to have a partner with Mm. me. I can live my life with the community that I built from right now. And the thing is, for me, like, do I have an unhealthy definition of friendship? Maybe the jury's still out. Uh. Um, You know, maybe, maybe, Mm, you know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You know, do I want to be friends with some people forever. Absolutely. Um, is that healthy? Um, the jury's still out, you know. But we haven't, we haven't really decided. We haven't decided on that. The, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll circle back to it's it. It's not really that important right now, exactly. is it? Um, as long as we just have a community. And like this year, I would like to believe that I have been trying to cement a safety net. Cement... A community that mm. um, I can rely on. Cement, you know, a community that they know that they can rely on me. That mm. can stand the test of time. That can stand and survive the raging storm. Like, that is what I've been trying to build this year. Because it's in this year where I'm like... Like, post-lockdown last year, I was there like... I, I stand my friends. I love my friends. Mm. I need my friends. Like, you know, last last year in December, I hope I hope he doesn't listen to this, but my cousin. Um, <laughs> I don't think a lot of people listen to this. Don't worry. We're good. I mean, who knows? My, it We're might gosh. find its way to the stand. <laughs> but last year I went to a wedding. And, um, you know, 
I'm sitting with all the men, you know, in the circle. And I'm like, okay, haha, I wish I was with my sisters. But, you know, it's fine. Compulsory patriarchy and shit. Fine, mm. fine, fine. So I'm sitting with, you know, um, the men. And then my one cousin, he turns and he looks at me. So earlier that year, earlier last year, me and my friends Tulu, Tiamo, and Nipile, we were planning to spend New Year's Eve together. Mm. Fine. Oh, which is good. At the same time, my father's side of the family, they were like my cousins and my brothers, they were planning to spend New Year's Eve together as well. Mm. And then I told them, I was like, hey, besties, I'm going to be with my friends on the 31st. Y'all be easy, though. I get December comes and my cousin is like, you know, you're supposed to ask us permission if you want to spend time with your friends. I was there like, um, child, whatever the fuck that means. Oh, girl, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> and then he was going on about how like, you do know that, you know, where are your friends going to be when, you know, you need help or when you are like in trouble. And they're like, sweetie, this entire year, you've done nothing. The people who've kept me alive, who have made sure that I'm actually speaking with you right now, are my friends. Yeah. They are the ones that, when I say my friends have held me, have like kept me going, have believed in me way more than I believe in myself, have mm. like they, my community sees something in me that I can't see for myself. And mm the validation and the safety net that is my community. So I'm just gushing about my friends right now, but that's, <laughs> that, that's what community means to me. And I think like building it, it, it takes, there's a, I guess it takes a sort of a leap of faith because it like, it's a thing of like when I, you know, I'm in a friendship with someone and as that friendship gets stronger and stronger, like I let them know, how I define friendship and how I view friends and how and why friends are important to me. And I feel like if that's reciprocated, then I'm like, okay, there's safety in that. Mm. Um, and you just have to have faith that they will also reciprocate that same energy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, and you know, on that on that page of how we, we, we look at friendships and we define friendships and we work within friendships, we try to build in most cases you try to build friendships with people who are like you in some way. They meet you at some intersection of life. Do you know what I mean? Mm, um mm. because you don't want to come into a friendship where you are undoubtedly going into a very dangerous or very, very um unwelcoming space. Yep. Um but when we are building these communities, we deal with people who say they are people. Because, let's be honest, we are using the internet more and more and more to build our connections as people. Mm. Right? So, I met my partner, my current partner, my only partner, on Twitter. Um, I've met most of my friends, my closest friends, on Twitter. Mm. Obviously, I have friends who I made in person. Very few, but I mm. do have those connections. And we are using the internet to make these connections and the problem then becomes people perform for the internet we let these people into our safe spaces they know all the language they know all the words we let them into these communities in which they are building they take over them and they turn them into things that are not safe just like the space where we had started something as a community of sorts mm. and then these people from outside came in and made it into something that it wasn't something so heteromantic heteropatriarchal patriarchal oh my god it's, it's okay love yeah the english battles <laughs> heteropatriarchal and when we are in these situations with people who we think are the people we will build communities with and they turn around and they show us that they are not the people we thought they were exactly. how do we go about building a community when people are so focused on performing that they don't care about actually doing anything they don't care about actually putting in action they don't care about becoming okay. better okay because okay. now i was gonna actually pose a question to you um firstly is every isn't everything performance number yep. one number two even like you know, in, in a romantic sense. And, like, 
even like in any building of a relationship, if I feel about no, I want to have this person in my life, like isn't aren't you on some level going to perform to be like I want to give my all, Uti, I want to put my best foot forward, I want to make sure Uti Ululu, you know, sees me in the best light, yeah. you know, isn't everything a performance? I mean, in, in a sense, we do perform a lot, but now we're speaking about performing, performing growth, performing, performing, caring about my humanity okay. when you don't. Okay. We're speaking about people who now perform care for poor people and then go around and turn around and call people all these horrible names we're speaking about people who we think understand what we mean by community for example if you remember there was that tweet that sparked a lot of outrage on twitter where someone was like how are you eating how are you out drinking champagne while my child doesn't have uh, e-nephews mm-hmm. and it's like a lot of people are like oh my goodness and i'm like <laughs> i'm sorry it's not funny my bad i'm sorry i can't wrap my head around the idea of drinking champagne while my friend doesn't have food doesn't seem right it doesn't seem like something i could personally do Mm. and it's great that some people can live like that it's it's good good for you child good for you good for you personally like enjoy that american individualism personally i i can't like no so like now when we are building communities we say that we don't want people who are a certain way. These people co-opt to the language that we use in these communities to join these communities and then turn these communities into something that they are not. Mm-hmm. So when we are building communities, where does this sense of, where do we begin with we need to take a leap of faith and this is dangerous for our communities and who we are? That's a, that's a good question. That's a very interesting question. It's a good question, Diane. Thank you so much for asking <laughs> thank, that. Thank question. you so much for asking that, <laughs> that question. Um, <clears throat> I mean, if you're listening and this is something that you're interested in, please do not be shy to go onto the Luluology Twitter page to share your thoughts as well. You know, what do you think it means to be in a community? Um, do you think that romantic relationships are the way to build a community? I don't. I personally don't believe romantic relationships are the way to build a community. I no, mean, Lulu does not really believe in romantic <laughs> <laughs> like that's when I was like, okay, no, Lulu is powerful. Like to be like, I don't, I don't. I personally don't see myself being someone who could actually. I was speaking to Banelli about this, about how I don't think I could ever live in the same house, in the same apartment as a romantic partner. It's just not something for me. Something I wouldn't be able to do. And a lot of people are like, what? That means you don't love your partner. Okay. So, but also like surely, because <clears throat> it's a thing of like, you know how some people are like, wow, my partner's like my best friend. I'm like, but you're still using friends. So like, why can't you? But then eh, people are going to come for me. But to go back to your question, right, about taking that leap of faith. Mm. Nah. I, little, little, just, just a, I'm just going to put a dash of the things that I've, you know, spoken to my therapist about. Uh-huh. About in my exam. But I have a serious problem about knowing if I am holding the space for my friends the way that they hold space for me. <clears throat> I, I, like, even, like, recently, I've even been, like, low-key a little bit uncomfortable about my friends getting me gifts because I am constantly struggling financially and I feel like I can't reciprocate you know the gift of giving gifts um and that makes me feel really terrible and Mm. then I feel like a really terrible friend and I just have a very I don't know if I am here for Ululu if I'm here for my friends if I'm here for like if I'm here for you I don't know how to make sure that all right i am giving 100 percent into this relationship but then my own friend usia this year has been like you need to stop looking at the like the things that are tangible in the relationships that you make because not everything can be tangible and for me i was like okay of which is good 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 so then what is the like tangibility of love and affection um how can i 
Here is love and affection that I'm giving to you. Like, how do I make sure that I do that? And I'm now thinking back to, you know, what Sia um, has told me. And he's like, it's just being present. Being present, you know, with um, your friend. Showing up for your friend in whatever capacity. And... Like, I'm not going to say that I haven't had ups and downs of rocky friendships. I yeah. have. But with the ones that we have worked through in terms of, like, me and this one friend, we were in a bad space, but we worked through it. We are in a better space now because now it's like, I know that he's showing up for me. I know that I'm showing up for him. And you... You can, in, I, at least for me, I almost instinctively feel that this person has taken the leap of faith that I took for him when he wasn't showing up as much as he's showing up now. Like, he's showing up now. So, it's almost as, it's as, almost as if you need to be in tune with the person that you're building a relationship with, the person that you're building a community with. Um, because for me... I'm trying really hard to be in tune with the other, with the people in my mm. life to be like, I'm showing up for you. I want you to know that I would do anything, you know, for you. I want you to know that I will always be there for you. And I feel like if that's reciprocated, then I know, but okay, you also took this leap of faith. It's a problem for me because child because of my depression child i don't mm. know i i just can't like depression just makes everything seem like yeah. but again because y'all bitches have seen me in the lowest of lows and y'all have helped me and stopped my fall i know what you know like this is my community so the leap of faith comes in with the Acknowledgement that you have to be extremely in tune with the energies that are being yeah, put into chakrahan. the chakrahan. No, chakrahans are onto something, guys. <laughs> like you need to be in tune. Like I mean, yes, this might like there's this one tweet where it's like, um, are they you know chakrahans and light? Are they chakrahans and unemployed, or are they just light skinned? And that could be the same for me. I might just be some light-skinned nigger just talking out of his ass. No. <laughs> but for me, it's like, like I'm going to use like Ululu as an example. Afropunk, I was there like, whoa, this Gellings does not know me, but is giving me energy, and I like it, <laughs> and I want this energy. And when I found out that Lulu was coming to Cape Town, I was like, happening oh my god okay like i don't know how it's happening but it's happening it's happening and like from day one i think it's been like okay like we giving and we reciprocating the energy that we're putting into this you know relationship we are putting in the same amount of work Mm. we're showing up for each other it's like okay if i know lulu's going through a lot okay sharp what do you need me to do how do you want me to support you? Like, isn't this Njalo? And Ululu's always there as well. So, I guess, in a way, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Which is almost <laughs> only reserved for romantic relationships. But yeah, I, And that's on period. And, and friendships, you know, I wanted to say, but as we're speaking, we're speaking about the the duality and the and the complexity of friendship. <clears throat> I sound like one of those people who are like in your tat and they want to, they want everyone to know that they know a lot. Mm, but mm, you know mm. when we think about the duality and the complexity of friendships, we can see that as we're discussing this, that this is the talk that is almost reserved for romantic relationships. How you have to work through it, how it can be difficult, and how sometimes you need to give more than the other person is giving. Because also, you know what you were saying about the the gifts. Um, I also went through that quite a lot, especially from 2017 up until this year when mm. I got funding, when I finally had a little bit of money, you know, and um, the, the, the realization of that friendships are not transactional, relationships mm. should not be transactional, unless, you know, it's those ones with Abelugu, but, you know, um, meaningful relationships with people are not transactional. It's not that I give, you give. It's that we give each other. Mm. And when we're speaking about 
supporting each other and being there for each other, sometimes, on some days, you only have 30%. Mm. And the person gives the rest of that 70%. And you meet in the middle. That does not mean that this is an unequal friendship where someone is giving more than they can. It means that we are now meeting each other where we can meet each other and we are supporting each other the best way we can. And sometimes you both only have 40% and you meet at that 80% and that is good enough as well. Friendships have helped me. Yes. And I'm not going to say that like, oh no, my romantic relationship has not helped me. Before I am anything with Manila. Yes. We are friends. Mm. With that knowledge, it has been the same knowledge we have used if, if we were to separate. Then we would remain friends because that's what we built it on. Mm. This mutual understanding, this mutual care. And this sounds really bad, but I don't think that love at all in friendships, in community, in anything is the fundamental for building communities. I don't think love, as in the emotion, okay, explore. is what you need to build I think care, affection, okay. kindness, okay. and respect for one another is all you need. Love can love can leave. Love can leave, but I will always care. I will always be kind to this person. I will okay. always respect this person. I will always feel, you know, these emotions of protection and, you know, affection for these person. Does that mean that I must now love every single person I feel these emotions for? What is love? What, what, what part of all these things does love play? I love my friends, true. But do I need to love each and every single person I let into my community? No. No, I don't think so. I, I think I am yet to free myself from, like, what? Because I think you and I are opposites. For me, it's like, I would like to believe that I'm someone who has a lot of love to give. Mm. But, you know, my my really close friend, um, um, Mari, like, he's, we've spoken a lot about this. And he's like, you know, Zwa, I know you have a lot of love to give, but also the love that you give comes with giving in a lot of your energy. So be a little bit careful um, because mm. you give in energy and you get nothing back sometimes. So I'm yet to free myself and think the way that you do. I'm yet to free myself and not look at friendships as transactions. Like, I know they're not. Yeah. But there's just this one, like, sort of gate, this one lock, this one chain that I need to break, and then I'll free myself. But <clears throat> you've made me thought a, thought a lot um, because I'm now trying to... I, th- I think I need to sit with this friend and try to be like, okay, what would that look like? What, what, what does would it like, look, look like? like? Being like, I will respect, care, and be kind. be kind, but I won't... I feel that a lot of people don't understand. Um, okay, not, not don't understand. I feel like a lot of people are not intentional with the words they put behind the word love. Okay. okay. I feel like I a lot of people that. are not intentional with that. And as Bell Hook said, Love bell hooks. <laughs> I care. I care. <laughs> um, you don't fall in love. It's an intentional choice you okay. make. Yeah. And I'm gonna mm. make the intentional choice to love people. But before all of that, I will make the intentional choice to be respectful, to be kind, okay. to be okay. affectionate. All right. I will all make right. all these choices, and I will decide to build these communities. I do not think I need to love you to be in a community with you. And maybe one day I will make that choice and say, okay, I do love this person. But do I need to love someone? Do I need to, for example, do I need to love my flatmate? Okay, okay, all right, all right. I see. My flatmate I and see Babu Tutini. I see where you're going. Mutually respectful. I see where you're going. She listens to this, but she doesn't listen to recent episodes. Um, just because we live together and it's weird. Um, but <laughs> do you know ah! what I mean? Um, she's such an amazing person. Um, we live together. We have this mutual respect, this mutual kindness. Do we need to love each other for that to be? I hear you. But right. we, we are building this small little house where we live together, mm. we speak to each other, we speak to each other, and it's like a micro <laughs> yeah, community. community. But none of it is based on love. Mm, okay, Yaguv, Yaguv. Okay, all right, I hear you. And then we look at I relationships like family, where you're supposed to love this person, and that it's based on love. 
the guilt that comes with it. How do you leave someone who you once claimed to love? How do you turn your back on someone once you knew? I can say that me and this person had a mutually respectful relationship where we, we showed each other kindness and care, but now we are no longer serving each other in this relationship. Fair enough. Let us leave. Let us separate. Let us not mm. build a community together anymore. Mm. But to say, I loved you and now I don't anymore? I, I don't... Yeah, okay. Okay, no, I hear you. I hear you. All right. Um, I still need to sit with this because yes. now I'm sort of like redefining friendship and I'm redefining a, t- a definition of friendship that I suppose isn't as healthy. I mean, isn't as unhealthy as it was before. Um, maybe the jury is coming back. Maybe, maybe the, the jury, jury is going, Zwar, I think your definition of friendship is unhealthy, love. <laughs> I think it's coming back. But I see where you're going because... How do you unlove someone? How? Like... How do you say... Like, you know how we always say, I love my mom, but I don't like my mom. (laughs) (laughs) I would prefer to like the people I'm in a community with. Um, Love can come. (laughs) (laughs) But at least let me like this person. God damn. You know, it's so difficult to say these things of, we are taught that this is what's important. This is what builds community. Love. Come on, come on, Brie. Come on, Brie. Sometimes I love Coke. (laughs) Sometimes I love alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I love the weed. (laughs) Mary Jane. (laughs) Sometimes I fall in love with Zama's podcast. You know, it happens. I mean, I don't know. I I fell in love with Tom Hilda. I fell in love with Jelly's music. I mean, come Come on. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Lock. Is love really the most important part of building communities? Mm. That's a question I ask myself. And I... Okay. No, no, no. You're saying a lot, bitch. Okay, okay. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Shut up. Damn. Shut up. You're saying a lot. Because like now I'm even like looking at um, like romantic relationships and... You know, like, how some people can just fall out of love. And I'm like, oh, like, damn, that's, that must be so hard. That's scary. That's the thing with love. It's such a, it's such a fragile idea. I completely and unbelievably love Revo. I love Revo. Mm. I love Revo so much. Before any of that, I think Revo and I have been friends for like, since 2019, mm-hmm. 2018, 2018, mm-hmm. 2018. Mm-hmm. I think the first time we really started saying, I love you, I love you, was like last year. What have we been building on this whole time? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't this idea of love. Okay. So, or I know, I know. You said it. Okay. All right. Okay. So anyway, just, just, <laughs> in your mind, just, just, just to bring it together. Mm. Building a relationship with someone should love shouldn't be in Tokalangayo. Maybe you may when if love comes, is yeah. but mas masake with uta with with care with, with yes. affection with kindness with respect with, respect, yes. with showing up for each other mm. with like with everything. If utando mm. comes, if love comes. Of which is good, it will come. Mm. But if it doesn't, that's fine because you can still be in my community. With all of these with things. With all of these things. I don't have okay. to love you to be in a community with you. But you I, sure as hell will know that I will show up for you. I will show up for you. I'll respect you. I'll be kind to you. I'll be kind towards you. Okay. I feel like for me, that was more, that's more important. But obviously, we all look and interact with things so much differently. Mm. No two people are the same. And some people may feel that love is the fundamental. Not me, though. Y'all be good. I, I can see why it can be the fundamental. Yes. But also, I can see... Like, two things can be true at two the same time. Two things can be true at once, like, depending who you exactly. are. Exactly. So, like, I can sort of see both perspectives, mm. how love can be like fundamentally important and how it doesn't have to be fundamentally important if it comes later down the line that's fine because we built so much that okay love is like yeah sharp i love you and this is why i think i could actually work an arranged marriage (laughs) (laughs) oh 
Um, okay, we went left side. Okay, and you had me in like a good 37 minutes of this podcast. <laughs> you me. And then you lost no, me. No, I am joking. 90, I am like, joking. what's this? 90 day what? All of that shows the smallest. I'm joking. Oh Are you not? Y'all can't take a joke. There's like Jali. Jali mutes me every single day on the spaces. I feel like it's a hate crime, personally. <laughs> that's not what a hate crime is well i hated it <laughs> well lulu you know maybe jelly did it for good reason because you know people you have people in the first half and then you take a left so bestie no, i was joking but let's get back to the point of now we're looking at um we've looked at friendships the the fundamentals of community now what does it mean to build a community outside of romantic relationships when romantic relationships are no longer the center focus of this community what does that community look like it's something that i want that i know you've described it like when i say i go back to how you describe it they're like gosh damn that's what i fucking want it's like because we were at spa and you described this to me and i was like Bitch, I'm going to write this down because I need, I, I want something like this. Um, so just to tell you guys, Lulu described this to me. Lulu said, bah, yeah, unemal. you know, money down the line. Rish. Rish, rish, rish. Rish. So then, okay, also, we, I don't know, I don't want us to dig deep into your description because like a lot of people have told the same thing to a lot of people and they're like, isn't that an estate or a commune? And Someone I'm like, said it was a cult. Jenny said it was a cult. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny said it was a cult. <laughs> Jenny said it was a cult. How is it a cult? Okay. <laughs> it's just a group of people living together, supporting each other. Like, please. Jenny said, Jenny said, I wanted to be a cult leader. <laughs> and I said, why? And I said, okay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you have me in the first half, <laughs> and then you lose me. Bestie. <laughs> True, baby. Oh. Ah, so, I could do as a cult. <laughs> I am joking. <laughs> I will tell y'all a story one day about how I almost was in a cult. Okay, listen, right? I don't know if my friend Epil is going to listen to this, but I almost was in a cult. But I also was almost in Pasta Bushiri's cult. Okay, uh, um, I was almost in like a pyramid scheme cult. But oh! <laughs> So we were almost in cult. Um, I know a lot of you think like, oh, I'm probably strong enough to like withstand the the like brainwashing of cult. You are not. You're not. Like, have you, if you watch, I watch Midsummer. Like, you're not. You're not. You're not. <laughs> you are not stronger than the cult. Um, I learned that the hard way when I was going to church at like nine p.m. at night. Jesus. I had school. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> But anyway, so get yeah, get back getting back. I don't to the want to cult. I do not want to cult. Um, but I do want this for me sounds great. It's a it's a, it's a farm house, manor house. Yeah. Right. I, I I was thinking like a farm with like many houses. Yes, you know, like a village for fuck's it's sake. A it's a village. It's a village. It's literally a village. So it's like a very big farm that has like every little person or family that lives on the farm. Has their own little like house, right, mm. right, and then we all like contribute. Mm-hmm. Child care, mm-hmm. health care, mm-hmm. food, mm-hmm. the farm, like mm-hmm. the vegetables, the farming. That to me sounds like my ideal kind of community. Like in terms of like the building space, mm-hmm. like obviously the people in it have been previously discussed as we were talking about friendships, uh-huh. um, the fundamentals and whatnot and whatnot. Yeah, but to live in a place where it is just people who are, as previously described, people who you meet at different intersectionalities of your own life, people who you care for, people who you respect, people who you know care for you, respect you, mm. and will always hold you, will always hold you up. I'm so scared of dying alone. Um, but not alone, like <laughs> let's play some music, baby. Yes. <laughs> but not alone, like romantically alone. I'm scared of taking my last breath and no one finds me until ten days later. When your body has just like 
Decomposed. Decomposed. Ah. <laughs> I'm just like, mm, what's that smell? What's that smell? <laughs> I I think communities are no matter how small, no matter how big, no matter and no matter how in person or out person, like I have my my community, my people don't even live in Cape Town, most of them. So that's what I was actually gonna ask you. I was gonna be like, okay, that's great, but now surely you've built a community that stretches provinces. Stretches it stretches internationally Exactly. And the thing is So why not keep it like that? Like, what what makes it, no, I, I would like this, when you've already done the work of being like, oh, Germany, it's fine, we're still in a community. Why would I want it, why would I want that in-person thing? Mm-hmm. More so, I always look at that as more so as, like, when I'm settled down. Okay. More so... I don't want to call it a retirement plan, but I'm 60 and I don't plan to live that long. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> um, global warming. Okay, okay, okay. Because I thought you were gonna. Oh um, no! Uh uh. <laughs> no. Zwah. <laughs> 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 we're a little bit dark, didn't we, love? That was no. You're the dark one, babe. I don't. The dark sergeant. You're dark sergeant. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but you know. I would like the idea of in my later years because I have the feeling of loneliness even when you do have this community that stretches. There's something about touch that cannot be eaten. There's something about presence that cannot be true, eaten true. no matter what. That's and true. There's always that loneliness that lingers sometimes. Mm. And I love to be in... in, in people's proximity and their presence and their advice and if i'm i'm 55 retiring and um my friend decided to have a kid zwa probably um decided to have a kid (laughs) child if you if i had a kid it wouldn't be at like 57 (laughs) (laughs) um please it would be much younger hello Imagine I'm going to this parent-teacher evening and I'm like, what, 75? <laughs> Please? You can't even bend down to wake them up. But obviously, like, I'm saying, like, um, this idea of uh, having, you know, this this community. The idea that a community is um, to a dad and a mom or whatever um, and a kid like, is based in capitalism. Um, there she said it. I'm sorry to tell y'all. But, it's actually based in capitalism. Um, it's that's not how indigenous communities throughout history have lived. That's my child. Like um, every time I visit Ukokoami, and they're like, "Oh, like there's like twenty people in this household, and everyone is like having fun, and we always together." That's fucking cool. That's fucking cool. A family is not two two people. I'm sorry to tell. I mean, for some people it is. Come on, you, I'm not saying now. Two things can be, be true, true at the one. same time, but. Heteropatriarchy and capitalism is what dictates that two two people and a child are family. When in fact, um, a family can be seven adults in the house and like four kids. I'm not saying you all should sleep with each other now. Nyanas, nyanas. As machita. As machita. Awa, awa. Next door, wife walk out next door, little beyond. As much as as much as as much as as stop it, as much as go bra outside. Like, what's that? Some fuck? of us are gay, Lulu. We can't bra, <laughs> but yeah, okay. um, I, I appreciate my community as much as it expands. Um, throughout provinces, throughout countries, internationally, and I don't, and obviously, um. My my plans for my own future do like say that I am gonna leave the country. God willing, don't give me evil eye. Don't no one give me evil eye. Don't give me evil eye. We we watching. Say mashallah before you say anything else. Otherwise, but you know, um, my plans for my life don't dictate that I'll be here forever. Mm. But they do say something that I know is something that I want. Is that when I do settle down, I will settle down in a community with the people I care about, the people who I've built connections with. Mm. And if it's on a farm 
in a little English village. Mm. Oh, an, Engl- an English mansion. Oh my God. Damn. Then okay. so be it. Mm. And if it's in flipping the fray start, okay, on an orange farm, so be it. But it will be mm. one way or the other. Two things. Number one, I wanted to make another dark joke. Because, no! <laughs> because when you said, um, the plans for my life is that I won't be here forever. I'm like, do you mean... <laughs> I mean... This is very dark. I am so sorry. Ooh, I'm wow. so sorry, In the meantime. And the second thing is... I hope everyone can have this imaginative ability that we have um, to fantasy writers. I'm a fantasy writer, and like be like I mean like I was just gonna bring it to like a lot of other things, but the one thing that I so I look I I like watching TV. I mean, I have a fucking YouTube channel dedicated yeah. to reviewing shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I like watching like TV and movies. And like recently, the one problem that I've had with, um, you know, a lot of bodies of work is that they show the underbelly of society. They show like the horrors and the not nice things of queer phobia, of patriarchy, of zongi lizards into that aren't great. And I'm like, that's fine. That's okay. But... How do we break them down? I think that's where I want us to move the conversation. And taking it back to this chat we've had about community, I hope people have the imaginative ability of seeing things differently, of seeing communities differently. I, I hope that this sparks something in you guys to be like, let me try and imagine something different where romantic relationships are not at the center aren't the end all and be all i think maybe uh something else we should do let us know if you would be interested in this but we should speak about how we have managed to center romantic relationships from our lives Mm. Mm. maybe get jolly get the get the awesome force let's get the guy together but thank you so much for tuning into luluology thank you for having me thank ben. you for for being here listening and being vulnerable and open with us and speaking about you know what community means to us and what community would we would like to see ourselves in mm. and maybe perhaps we will delve deeper into this topic and speak about how you know decentering romantic relationships has helped um even more so helped my own mental health mm. um the decentralization of uh hey guys but in academia you can make anything some fancy hey? Hey. decentralization is that even a word i'm who I'm, english came on a ship so <laughs> it might as well be and also the the idea of how you know maybe your friendships do deserve a little more time and a little more care a little more Try a little tenderness mm. with your friends. Offer yourself a little grace in that friendship. In and that um, my my closing statements are: if you can forgive him for cheating, you can forget your friend. You can forgive your friend for getting you for forgetting your birthday. Per per per, but also Rivo Jolly. Um, expect Lulu to record the said follow up of this episode in like. He's on Parker. I will release an episode next week. That's very mean. That's not now. Love you, sweetie. That's not now. Love you, sweetie. So I will be linking as well as YouTube channel on the um on the Luluology Twitter page, which is Luluology with two Y's. I also will um put Zwa's link on my Instagram, which is at Lulu underscore Wendaba. And on top of that, I will also be linking Jali's SoundCloud, Revo's uh, podcast, Purr. which is Spectrum, very lovely. Um, they haven't uploaded yet, but I trust he will soon. Um, mm-hmm. let me, I'm not bullying you, by the way, if you hear this. Um, if you're listening to this on Sunday, please remember to register to vote, to take care of yourselves and each other. 
Missalin Gashi. Missalin Gashi. Bye. Bye.